Here's your host, Alex Garrett. All right, and welcome inside to this edition of Alex Garrett Podcasting. It's an early one. want to get this off my chest pretty soon. You know, a year ago, I remember sitting in studio and hearing one after the other. Well, first of all, hearing the Big East Tournament canceled at the halftime of the Creighton-St. John's game. Vivid memory of that. I remember... Uh, sitting in studio, listening to how one after the other, every tournament was canceled. The Big East tournament, uh, the, the the March Madness was canceled. The round of 64 was canceled. The tournament itself was canceled. Hockey was canceled. Basketball was canceled. It was like a domino effect like I had not seen in sports. But what 2020 really became was a year of justice, right? We had the tragic, tragic death of George Floyd. Um, Horrific. And that was the focus of 2020, if you want to be honest about it. By the way, you can reach me at alexgarrettpodcasting at gmail.com, alexgarrettpodcasting. I'm sorry, alexgnyc at gmail.com, alexgnyc at gmail.com. Maybe I should make another email and then make it simpler, huh? Anyway, here's the thing. Here's the thing. While all that's going on, and while Andrew Cuomo is, you thought, the President of the United States, some thought, or taking up too much airtime, others thought, There was an injustice going on that's finally coming to light a year later. And then some. That injustice is the nursing home scandal. But I don't see any protests outside Cuomo's office about the justice for the families of the nursing home victims. You know, last year we heard justice for the family. Well, why aren't we hearing that now? Why? Because Cuomo's so beloved that we, how dare we protest him? And that March 25th policy, which is now looking more criminal than anything else? Where is the justice? And why aren't more speaking out? We say we want justice for all. We said in 2020, no justice, no peace. But that was the, the rallying cry. Until it became defund the police and it got crazy. But the rallying cry at all these protests, massive ones by the way, was no justice, no peace. Well, how was... How is the thousands of nursing home deaths able to go peacefully into the night until Tis James said something, the Attorney General? How is it that putting COVID positives into the nursing home, and did you hear the latest? Into the homes for disabled now. 
Remember, Governor Cuomo is okay cutting funding for the Games Physically Challenge. Governor Cuomo is okay cutting even, uh, you know, staff and at 50% for mental health facilities and disabled homes. But there was that bit of news this week. It turns out he sent COVID positives back to disabled homes. Now, I, I thought at the time last year, the worst policy wasn't even done by a pre, uh, the president or a legislator or a governor. The lockdowns seemed reasonable at the time. But you have three different factors going on behind the scenes. You've had college, you had colleges who said, not safe to stay here, go home. If they had kept the dorms open on college campuses to let the 20-plus-year-olds and the teenagers, uh, you know, late teens, God forbid get it, but maybe become immune from it because they got it and get over it because they're young, that would have saved a lot of trouble. Because what they did was they sent home kids that might have had it, to parents that are older. I think that's one big reason for the spike. Because you had colleges across the country so scared that instead of, and you know, Liberty University for what trouble they went through with Jerry Fall over the year. They did say you could stay there, I believe. And they got ridiculed for it. But they shouldn't have. I think the smartest thing you could have done as far as that scene goes, once you saw colleges have to cancel classes, seasons have to be canceled, is keep these kids in the dorm setting. Because they brought it back home. They brought it back home. So that was that was another mistake that I had seen in here. And then as the city was rallying together, and I love seeing that. I love the 7 p.m. chants and the 7 p.m. cheers for the nurses and the doctors that are working 24-7, working tirelessly, tirelessly. I love seeing that. I really, 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 really did. We felt united in this fight against COVID. I thought that everybody, um, what did I say? Staying in force, staying inside in force was the answer at the time. Because we really had to flatten the curve. We had a time frame to do it. Then I heard that there was subway packing, and I was so glad to not be part of that either. I would have been nervous as heck. Heck, I'm still a bit nervous of big crowds. I don't want to go near them yet. Not till I'm vaccinated anyway. Hey, um, another word on the vaccinations, by the way. It looks like places like CityMD and uh, other walk-ins might be able to help you get your shots by March 17th. So definitely check that out here in New York. Um, Mary Blodger saying yesterday that besides the pharmacies, 
uh, other medical facilities won't be able to treat you. And I think they mean like CityMD and, and places like that. So keep an eye out on that. And I think that'd be great. If these local walk-ins could start offering the vaccine, that would help too. President Biden last night saying he wanted everyone vaxxed by July the 4th to celebrate Independence Day. I know conservatives don't like them. I personally um, have issues with the fact that he can't string words together sometimes. But hearing that gives me hope. I think you could add baseball games with fans last year at limited capacity. I really do. I'm going to say that here. I really believe that. But hopefully this year it'll be maybe full capacity or 50%. Texas Rangers allowing full-on 40,000 fans. I think that's pretty bold. I think it's fascinating. We'll see how they do it. And and so things are moving along. Things are moving forward. But we, in this year, we cannot forget that there was injustice beyond the George Floyd tragedy. We cannot forget that there was injustice for families who thought their loved ones was taken care of in the nursing homes. And I don't just mean New York. New Jersey's had issues and other places have had issues. So it's time we really call for the resignation of that. That is a resignation talking point. The sexual assault might, uh, harassment I should say, might do Cuomo in two. As de Blasio is saying, he should resign. But the whole idea that we're not going to fight for these families because it was a Beloved Cuomo policy. and Not the policy itself. Just Cuomo did it, and so he can't push back on it. It's ridiculous to me. It's ridiculous that someone could stay in office and pretty much be about face about all of this while having his staff under... How do you say? Under... Um, under report, rewrite, hide numbers, freeze numbers, so they wouldn't get tweeted out by Trump. Are you kidding me? And so families are starting to speak out more. And I, I really, that's courageous, because it's got to be tough to talk about that. This isn't politics. This is family, okay? And, and yes, George Floyd's family deserves Justice in this Chauvin trial. There is no doubt about it. But while there's going to be so much energy on that, I'd love to see also energy on the thousands, now 19 to 20,000, that have been shown to have died in the nursing home. It's just, it's, it's, it's typical there won't be any clapback against that. But it is an issue. It's a big one. And I would say it's bigger than the Nixon cover-up because there were lives lost here that were covered up. 
And that's just horrific. And then they find this. See, this is what would happen also, which really should alarm everybody. They they, they said, oh, we're going to find the nursing home $2,000 for not reporting data. You're going to take this out on the nursing home? While your staff is underreporting? That's ridiculous. That's just that's just pawning it off and not taking responsibility. There's no way he can run in 22. I can't see at this point. There could be a way he could resign before months end. We've got to see about that. But if we're going to talk about justice, and no justice, no peace... I don't think we should be at peace with thousands dying at the nursing home facilities that were COVID positive because COVID positives were sent back in. There's no justice there. And people are at peace with that, that, that love. Not everyone, but the media seems to be at peace with it. And that's what gets me goaded a little bit. That the, the, they're at peace. When they told us, when they showed us no justice, no peace, they're now at peace because they're not reporting it as much. And they should be. They should be documenting the cover-up that Governor Murphy has done in Jersey about the nursing home deaths. And they really thought Everyone, as the months went on, I should say, really thought the lockdowns were working. And they were. I mean, I'm here today because I did stay home. I was able to work from home. Thank God. But, you know, I'd rather been told, yeah, the nursing home policy was this. Because he was asked about it a lot. I mean, he wasn't not pressed about it back in March and onward. That was only by local press. It wasn't a national thing, so you didn't get the national outrage. That we're starting to, but not all the way there. And so, if you feel there's no justice for the nursing home deaths, I would say, find out who your legislator is and tell them to tell Cuomo to take accountability for this Disaster. I would almost say criminality. Tell your state senator, your state assemblyman. And if you're tired of being in a district where you're unopposed by people who may not push back on Cuomo or just corruption in general, then run. If you're in a, one of the 47 districts, run. That's how we get justice back in New York State for those families and for our, our people that have been locked in, that businesses that don't have their keys yet. That's how we get justice because we need more pushback in Albany. We, we didn't have enough. In fact, they gave them powers two days after the pandemic, which at the time I think we all thought was okay. But looking back, the power was abused. And there's been no justice against that abuse. Time there is. It's time there is. 
Now, one of the thought I was thinking a year later. By the way, uh, I might go to the garden and do a year check-in because it is cool to be able to do that. It is cool to just say, hey, a year later, things are moving along. Maybe a limited capacity, but things are moving along. We have a Big East semifinal. That's exciting. But I would also caution, stay vigilant, wear the mask where needed, and be cautious. And get vaccinated. Yes, do get the vax. Even though we might be hearing horror stories, I still trust it. I feel my body could handle it. I think the problem is they put it in people whose bodies can't quite handle it. And that's really, they've got to fix that. But stay cautious. And then speaking of underreporting. There were multiple underreportings of the lockdowns. Uh, underreporting of the underlying effects of lockdown. I mean, domestic abuse rose last year because of this. Chaos. Tragedy. So that was a very negative underlying thing. And you wonder what could have been prevented. I know people called local pizzerias with code words to make sure that they were safe to get out. But you lock people in with their domestic abusers. That should be unforgivable too. Suicides jumped last year. And then work burnout. If we can do this differently moving forward, I would love to see it. And I would love to see honesty and justice and truth be told to us about these policies. Then I'll be at ease with knowing the lockdown was done the right way. Until then, I will keep pushing for justice. Janice Dean, Letitia James have been fighting for justice now. You can just see it for these families that have lost their loved ones. It's time we, the people, also join them in saying, hey, something's wrong here. Something's really, really wrong here. You can email the governor, whatever you want to email him. But yes, we will find justice for these families. We will find peace for them. And to do that is to hold them, the leaders in charge of these policies, accountable. I'm Alex Garrett. Enjoy the TV one-year anniversary, TV showing of one year of everything shutting down. But also, I'm being sarcastic. But really enjoy the fact that we are opening back up. Stride by stride. Have a great morning, and we'll talk to you soon.